With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Back at it again for another Shades of Blue soccer show after Sporting Kansas City draws one to one in Minnesota. We should have got more points up there, but Kyrie scored and I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I know she didn't tow the company line there, Cody. It says Shelton scores as Sporting Kansas City earns. That's gotta be the headline. See, Shelton scores and I do care. <laughs> I still care that we did not get three points, but hallelujah, still you hallelujah, cannot hallelujah. <laughs> You cannot complain about getting a road point. And we see Minnesota in, what, two weeks? So we'll get three points then. You know, we can complain about not getting three points in Minnesota. I'm ready to complain. Let's complain about it. In the old days, I would have accepted one point on the road, but we want sporting to be the premier side. We score goals, damn it. (laughs) The upper tier of MLS. Yes. We want them to be in the same mention as Atlanta and New York City and... That was not an upper tier performance today. It, what I mean, if you look at the chances that we had, we again, I was out, I was on the uh, bench today, <laughs> flew back early to do the podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> but if you look at the chances that they had, it was just it was almost unbelievable that not one more went in. Johnny Russell could have had a hat trick, in my opinion. Well, Johnny in the post game comments is not very happy and satisfied, so and he shouldn't be. Yeah, he shanked one that he should have put on goal. A weak shank. And then the one that was eventually cleared out by the Minnesota defender, but it still was off target. It was like a you know, precautionary clearance, I guess, just being extra safe. Yeah, which was but more was dangerous. Its, yeah. That was more dangerous than the yeah. I thought, I thought was he was about dangerous. to kick it that. in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was about to blast it through the back of the net. When so. I first saw that, I thought, oh, Sonovic shot that. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, I almost saw the highlights. He so, was probably... He was probably our best player on the field, but yeah, there was a lot of moments that 
bothered me as well. I wanted to see more out of him. Well, the volley I saw he did was nice. The but see, volley he did, but... it was, but right at the keeper. <laughs> a damn tree could have stopped that. Granted, granted. A tree planted in the middle of the goal could have stopped that. <laughs> and I would just like to point out that on Milia's flub is what yeah. I'm, I'm going to call flub. that. I'm going to yeah. call that on the goal. I hate that word so I am not. The, <laughs> I am not the one that messaged about a tree. That is the one that called him out <laughs> about being a tree. No, that was just to you. That wasn't in public. Uh-huh. I'm okay. just saying, I didn't do it. Thad did it. But that flub, or if that's what we're going to call it, wasn't even like a tree move. That was just this very awkward like bounce, and then it literally slid down every part from like his chest to his feet and then bounced out, and everyone was like, what? Just what tree? That that <laughs> rebound, he won't be happy with that rebound. It was like a ball return. Yeah, no, like right. when you go bowling and it like shoots it back out <laughs> yeah. at you, that's what happened. Yeah, that's exactly. Went, went right back to Quintero, who then put it right back past him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, would, it would just, uh, would have been that. I can't talk. But it would have just been so awesome if Kyrie's first goal could have been the game winner of the season, you know. Why do you hate Flub so much? I don't. It just like it reminds me of the movie Flubber. Is that a movie? It is. <laughs> okay, Robin with like that. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but it's like this like gross green slime. I don't know. Did you just call Flubber forgettable? <laughs> I did. <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe we're like analyzing it like a serious movie. Like, I think it was a great children's movie <laughs> that I still remember decades later. So. Now Cody will go into a deep analysis <laughs> about the plot line. It was entertaining, but the, the dialogue was not adult enough for Robert. Robert uh, Robin Williams was in it. Like, uh, come on. I was going to say, I can't hey. remember. I thought that was him. That was the remake, wasn't it? Yeah. Was there was remake. another Flubber. <laughs> oh, God. Is, was Flubber a remake? <laughs> Ah. Like, I really don't know. I think it was. Their their ages? Yeah, our ages are glaringly obvious right about now. Okay, everybody's looking it up. Flubber. I think that was an original with Robin Williams. Uh, All right, well, we, we don't that. know. We're just the young millennials over here. Just Ooh, I have another I have another rhyme she just from the game old... too. Another what? You guys are kind of Did you say rhyme? Not on like a life scale, but like in the studio scale, you're old. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I have another your one. point. No one. <laughs> Jair Marufo, Marufo isn't always fair, but Kyrie scored and I don't care. I love it. <laughs> hey, it was a nice finish. I mean, knocked the ball can down. You, he can you make that into like defender. rhyme, like a you know a, a certain me- rhyme and meter or well, a I was haiku? Going, I was going to earlier, and then you guys threw off my flow. I always try something on the intro, and then somebody comes in and ruins it. You can go back and record a new one. You, <laughs> you've got the You have the power. Yeah. The technology. Okay, so Flubber was not a remake, apparently. Yeah, it was. So give me the year the original was made. Well, Son of Flubber was in 1963. Okay. Son of Flubber? So was it like a, oh a sequel or a prequel? I'm trying to find that. Hmm. Is it like a Star Wars situation where? No, no, no. It was there was an original. Oh, flubber oh I may with, have uh, it with Bill uh, Fred McMurray, the yeah, guy from My Three Sons. Here we go. Here we go. You're right. Yeah, 1961. I'm, I'm still hung up that Bob. Cody's called it. Earth just shattered. <laughs> I'm just still hung up that Bob called Flubber forgettable. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think? Comment below if you think Flubber <laughs> deserves more attention than it's getting. Years and years yeah. later. <laughs> flubber 61. Yeah. And Son of Flubber, 63. Mm-hmm. There's like three Flubbers. But it's the same storyline? Like Son of Flubber was the about a green The Professor ball. is the actual original name of the movie. That is a horrible movie title. <laughs> like, <laughs> imagine trying to get your family to go out to see a movie. And like, oh, guys, like there's a new movie out. What's it called? Son the Absent-Minded <laughs> Professor. Not terribly compelling, is it? <laughs> But Flubber is, yeah. No, which, Flubber is like which a Allie green... hates, so I that's just, why I we started talking about it. I think it's a it. weird word. The little green slime freaked me out. <laughs> All right, no more flubs from Tim Milia. No more flubs. And was it green slime? I don't. I I don't recall that. It wasn't it like a little green blob and it yeah. like green flubs? bouncy blob. Was it the same color green that Tim Milia wears? Oh <laughs> no, that's a gross color of green. I was trying to bring it full circle for you, Cody. Cody's like my favorite color is flubber, so yeah, that's <laughs> it's like a good color of green, like tree mold. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've covered Team Melia kind of on that goal. 
I would like to focus on Elie no. for that goal, though. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Let's not leave that goal behind yet because there was, no, yeah, there was multiple mistakes wasn't that led on. to that. It was ugly. Jimmy's 1v1 defending near midfield wasn't the greatest. On that play? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I don't even yeah, remember. Jimmy it was, was more like he took up space and, yeah. yeah, it was yeah Jimmy was involved somewhere like in the breakdown at up like center front, field. Yeah. And then it goes wide and Beasler kind of doesn't. leave his position. Yeah, and doesn't. I don't know though. If Beasler stepped, like, does that make all the difference? Because I don't think he, I don't think he was close enough that the cross would have still gone off. Yeah. Elie is not tracking back. I think if you follow that play, watching Elie, it's hard to not blame him. Yeah, right. Like Melia could have done better with it. Zusi was kind of lackadaisical, sort of. Uh, but if you watch Elie, he just straight loses his man, and that's the guy that gets the original header on it. Agreed. Yeah, I'm not gonna argue. And Jimmy was tracking back. <laughs> he was entering the play at the end of it, just a little too late. Kind but he was also injured. Yeah. Which is why he was subbed out. Okay. Okay. So we, that may point. have led to why he was a little slower. Or. But my question is though, it's like because Peter commented that the injury was persisting before this game, so why start him? If on he's turf. On turf. Yeah. If he's injured in a hot afternoon sun on turf, like I just feel like that was a recipe for kind of disaster. Minnesota can't be that hot. But turf <laughs> is like what ten degrees hotter. Oh, Minnesota can't and be. I, believe some, me. I think it was in like the seventies, which on turf, like you're. Yeah, no, you're right. Sun, it was, sun was turf. shining. Oh, oh. Up north, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> north. That's good. That was good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> They have nuts in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> I bet uh, I bet Jimmy was politicking pretty hard, telling him he was fine and wanting to play. True, true, true. Yeah, but they're supposed to be able to like detect when they lie. They need like lie detectors, and if they don't have them, that, is, does Pinnacle have lie detectors to see if players are going? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I'm okay, coach. <laughs> Put me in. I don't um, know how they would justify if people found out that they did have that. <laughs> like, no, 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 we spent $50,000 on state-of-the-art lie detector equipment. <laughs> yeah, how, do you, how do you get free agents to come here if, <laughs> if there's the possibility they might be lie detectored? I quite thought that Peter could just tell by looking at people. He seems like Seeing a human into their soul. Yeah, that, that's true. I don't think you could, like, lie to Peter Ramis's face. But either way, Peter did make this up. Well, Clubbing Bieler might have when he said, I'm committed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, I think I don't think Peter. I think when he says that there was the injury, I think maybe that is him covering up for his player and not throwing his player under the bus. But I do think a lot of it was that Jimmy wasn't playing well. Are and you that, saying like Jimmy was more out of shape, if anything, like well, not ninety minutes ready? I you and know, also that would be. Th- that would be hard to believe because he has played 90 minutes. Right. Yeah. I just, it was just clear whatever he was doing was not working. Bob, I think you're, I'm looking at your phone. I think you're looking at the picture I'm talking about right now. The, right, that Matt Doyle posted. The, right. Yeah, the success of um, Ibarra. Of Ibarra before and after he was taken out of the game. Yeah. Look, Jimmy can be one of the best players on the field, but he can also have bad days. And whether it was an injury or whether it was just a bad else, day. <laughs> Maybe yeah. he can't have a week and a half off ever? No. Yeah. yeah. No, I thought Sinovic, though, like, when he went in, I mean, I know there's that tweet from Doyle where basically just, like you said, showing Ibarra's before and after, you know, kind of action on that wing. And, I mean, I'm glad that Seth was able to come in and do that. But yeah. And shout out to all the Peter Vermees haters. Let's say he can't change in-game, and he doesn't like substitutes. He saw what was going on, and he fixed a problem. And then failed to add two more subs at the end of the oh. game. Oh. You could but have yes, added Gerso. But yes, he did. So Who was not screaming, where's Gerso at, at the end of that game? <laughs> How was he not brought on at some point? And Gerso would have been a perfect addition up top, because like, yeah. the press in the second half from Sporting was so strong. On turf, Gerso was so fast. So it's like, there were, he had, like, that is the guy that we needed up there. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying he would have scored, but now we will never know. That is difficult to stomach. So. So. <laughs> now, I have a question, okay? I'm, I'm stealing Bob's shtick here. Is the is or isn't that Shelton scored 
is he now cured and going to go on and score goals, or isn't he? Did I do that right? <laughs> that was that was passable. Yes, you didn't flub it. Um, <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a flubber. I think uh, is I don't think we're gonna. I think we'll see more goals from Shelton, but I don't think by any means he's going to – I don't think this is like a floodgates are open and he's going to all of a sudden score like 12 goals this season. I think he's going to, you know, maybe knock in a couple more, but I don't – I mean, unless he just can be like that on every set piece because apparently we're really good at getting corner kicks <laughs> in our favor. <laughs> so if yeah. he can do that on every corner, then, yeah, he'll have like 20-plus goals this season if you're, you know, looking at it along those lines. But, no, I don't think – He's going to be our uh, our top goal scorer. Well, you mentioned to me, Allie, that he had a boost in confidence, it seemed, in his play after that goal. Yeah, but I think that's going to come out more in you know, him not looking so timid in certain situations. I think he'll be a little bit more forceful, and if that results in some goals, whether it's for him or for other players, I think that's what I saw after that goal. He seemed a little bit more like forward and forceful, whereas sometimes he can be a little like forceful but like not in – not in the right way or not enough. There were, yeah, there were times he had one shot from distance that was really nice that you could tell he was feeling himself after the goal. So that was good to see. But he did, he had some other um, moments that made me think he was still not all that confident. Passing the ball first. But see, then there was another time also where he did try to get around the corner. He got the ball right at the edge of the box and... Tried to turn on him. Tried to. And actually, I almost felt like he tried to dribble too much at that point after he got mm-hmm. confident. Because he... Yeah. Uh, and, and do credit, I mean, he did hold on to the ball with two guys pressuring him, but he needed to get rid of it at that point. Um, yeah. Instead of, you know, holding on to the ball for 25 seconds and then losing it. I felt like that was the name of the game up top for a lot of players today, though. I feel like there were so many times, whether it was Johan or... Shelton or even Shallowy Russell, like some of those guys were just like, I feel like it was like one too many touches or, you know, just kind of dribbling into like a dead end or not utilizing their space or opening to a better opportunity. Yeah. And I don't think the opportunities, the better opportunities are there because our attacking midfielder is not doing what he needs to be doing. I thought he had a hell of a game today, man. A hell of a game. Like, we were talking about this before you he played here. he played fine and again it was one of those where it's like he had his moments where you like see he can do this and this but still there were some his patented terrible giveaways in bad spots and um and then you know not getting back to recover on said, <laughs> said actually moment. I thought he did really well at recovering too yeah there was one he uh I'm not saying he was perfect on it but I thought he did really well on recovering and getting back because there was some that he lost and he got back and took the ball or fouled the okay, guy. I know which one you're talking um, about. He did quite a few of those, I thought, today pretty well. There was one he was mad someone didn't give him the right pass in the box and took one second to like put his hands in the air and then all of a sudden uh, the next second he was in the frame like stealing the ball back. Yeah. So he, I thought he did well at that. I mean, he could have reacted faster, but he reacted well still. Um, and he just... He didn't have a lot of room to complain about not giving him the ball at the right spot, quite honestly. The one thing I still I will complain about him the most is he still seems to not be in sync enough that he knows where people are going to pass the ball to mm-hmm. instinctually. Like he if he if it's clear he's going, but if he's if it's not clear, he's not necessarily going yet. But that and again, a little more defense for Johan is the team never looks good on turf, and he's basically yeah. been playing a lot on turf games lately. Right. So I want to see how he plays at the Children's Mercy Park next game, and that will be kind of for, like that's that's almost going to be the make or break for me. Is, yeah, is he going to be good there and in sync with everybody, or is he going to be just passable until somebody gets back? Yeah, I agree. These next couple home games are really going to solidify that starting lineup uh, that Peter's been kind of putting out and seeing if that's going to be Johan's. That's his place. I don't know who, if it's not. You know. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I think we're, I think it's he's the guy, no matter what. I think at the at the current moment. Well, yeah, it's either him or Madranda or Lobato. Yeah, I think I think he's going to be sticking with Krause. I think I think exactly what you said. He's going to be just passable this entire time until Felipe comes back. 
Well, I said it, that's the decision is if he's going to be just passable till Felipe comes back. Because if he's if he improves, then that gives a lot of options for the midfield. I'm I'm officially at the point after 13 games now, 12, 12, 12 games, where it's that's. I'm not going to expect anything more out of Crase other than passable. I would have to agree with that. You say after 12 games, but he's only started five of those. He's played a lot of minutes and has had plenty of time to figure out this league. Johan, surprise us. That's <laughs> I, I'm. Yeah, please. <laughs> I feel the same way, but I'm hoping to be pleasantly surprised. Come playoffs when we need him to be this this force that he's getting there but he's just on the brink or he'll get he'll he'll touch it and then it'll like it'll pass <laughs> I'm wrong about things like this a lot so I, I was I was like waiting for him and hoping for him all year and then now that I've like finally said all right screw it he he will probably he'll probably come about. around yeah but it does seem to be next season would be the only time we could expect a wow I didn't know that Sucrase was yeah type of thing yeah I don't know just a thought why next season because he'll have a whole season to reflect on and say boy I was really shit I need to improve <laughs> now again in in some fairness you had a guy named Benny Failhopper that was pretty much mediocre when he first came to sporting also until the playoffs. And he got better and better as the yeah. season went and really shined in the playoffs. Yeah. And he was a guy who had already played in MLS before he came here mm-hmm. and had already played in Europe before he came here. So but the well, possibility of Croze making that leap is very much We there. know Failhaber's mental state, much more confident than Croze seems to have shown. Well, actually, Benny's was – not thought of at the time to have the right mental capacity well, to, to do for other reasons. Yeah, I know, but my my thing is that you know he said Benny was playing mediocre, and yes, he was, and maybe not doing all of the tracking back and like all the hard work that he needed. It wasn't like terrible giveaways in the <laughs> middle of the field over and over again. Like yeah. there, there is a there is a difference there. There, I, I will, There's reason to say that Kraze has been below mediocre. I will say that he did not get, have as many giveaways as Johan. I will agree with that. But I will say that he did have giveaways, just not nearly, not as many, probably yeah. maybe half as many. And I don't have the stats, obviously, to look that up. But he was not doing the things that needed to be done. And that was with a lot of good players around him at that time, a lot of good forwards also. And the team playing a different style, so Johan, I still think has that cap- that co- that capability that has it in him to continue to improve as he stays with this team. We just got to see it. I mean, I, yeah. I'm not predicting it. I'm not like 100 percent betting on it. You know, if there yeah. was some kind of betting system that we could bet on soccer, that that <laughs> would allow me to do that. I still probably wouldn't do that. But well, that, that's kind of what I mean. I have been betting on him to come around, and now I have reached the point where I don't think I can do that anymore. If he does it all, it'll I'll be happy. But there's just no one else in the league gives him any respect, like or or any space. Like if Felipe gets the ball in some of these places that Johan has been getting. They have to back off because they know he he can go right around them, or he'll quickly get the right pass off. But now, anytime Croze is about to get the ball, he has dudes closing in on him immediately and on his back immediately, and he often loses the ball immediately because of it. He 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 has no time to. It looks like he need, he wants time to set himself, and then he'll he's about to do something great. <laughs> but someone <laughs> always gets that foot in there right before he's able to do it. He's go just back and watch given... his game today, and there's a lot of times he got the ball under pressure, and he was struggling to keep it, but he kept it, and then he played it off to somebody else. There was a couple times, yeah, he, he lost the ball pretty quickly and easily, but that's a couple times compared to what he was a month and a half ago. Okay, He was keeping the ball much better and recovering to get the ball when he lost it. Uh, but he was also being double teamed several times too. Yeah. So it's he is being he is drawing attention where again he's not the best attacking mid in the league, but he is getting better and better every game. Yeah, and like I think one of you said earlier, the fact that he was able to have 
as many good moments today as he did on turf in like his what like fourth or fifth turf game I feel like this season fourth or like in a short amount of time well New England Atlanta <laughs> yeah here, so three road turf in, games in a short period of in time. a short period of time in New England yeah yeah um so yeah and according to this, he's played in 12 games and started eight. So I was thinking it was more like five or six, but it's, it is eight. So and Peter said 10. <laughs> Peter said 10. That's our, that is the number that we – so after the 10th game, I will not comment. I will reevaluate after that. So after the next two home games. Oh, what do you mean you won't comment? We comment about Kyrie and Crozet. <laughs> okay, and I'll comment, podcast. but I won't um, – <laughs> I won't – I'll comment, but I won't have a, a set. Definitive. Definitive. You won't opinion. treat him like flubber. No, <laughs> flubber. Um, is there anything else we should be talking about today? Mm. Anything else from the game? No, just flubber. That's, what, <laughs> that's the only thing we should be talking about. The only thing from the game that we took I'm going to find a picture of, of flubber in order to put on the podcast post. Oh, my God, please don't do that. <laughs> People would be so confused. Or unless someone wants to Photoshop, like, Timelia's flubber. We should, we should, like, Photoshop... Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy into a Tim Melia uniform. I'm not familiar with Guardians of the Galaxy. So, so we have another he's a tree. offside. Oh, <laughs> uh, opponent like... goal called back because of offside. Yes. Yeah, but, uh, another one. They were <laughs> off. It was. It, it was, was clear. Off. Was it okay? Yeah. yeah. It, he wasn't like way way off, but he was off. Yeah, and there was, was no legit. review after. I mean, it was. Okay. Yeah, they didn't look at it, but so apparently Marufo doesn't have cards in the first half. Yeah, what was up with, what was up with that? And then that was really frustrating. Matt Lawrence even said he was just like, "There's been a lot of inconsistency," and there was like with some of the calls. I mean, the one where Johnny got tugged down uh, by the collar of his just jersey. It's like that's blatant. That's that's the definition of a yellow yeah. card. I don't I don't understand what was happening there. That is pulling up pictures of Flubber. This full this topic will not die on this podcast today. I'm so sorry. All of our listeners. <laughs> so where on the field was this tug down? He was busting into the final third. Like it was, yeah. Oh, it was not far, not far outside the box. Yeah, it was maybe yeah twenty I mean, twenty five yards out of uh, from the goal. Maybe it was even that far. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It was it was just a straight pull down from just behind. Bladen. Hmm. I, I, there's no excuse. He has and to no be card. getting. Yeah. He has to be getting yeah. in trouble for that. Yeah. No, there's other guys like defenders coming that way right. so it's not a dog so in any way shape right. or form but it was it should have been a card for just a straight tug down because he he had was the opportunity to maybe shoot from 20 yards outside the box or no, 20 yards it was, was, uh, uh, um, yeah who was the one who pulled him down oh i can't think of who was it, it max i can't pronounce it i'm calling name. that one a fine that's a fine for that one you attempted mm-hmm. the name. <laughs> <laughs> i can like see the letters but like i can't say them oh him Maximiliano. That's not what it is. There's no no, L in there. Huh. That is a weird name. (laughs) Maximini Maximiniano. Maximiniano. That has to be it. Yeah. Okay. Maximiniano. I think I want to say it was him, but I feel like it wasn't. Either way, whoever it was tried to pull up, like offered his hand to pull Johnny up after, and Johnny just gives him both like both hands out wide, like what the hell, man? (laughs) Like. He was not having it. Yeah, that guy knew he did something wrong. He was trying to help him up to avoid the card that was not coming anyway. As bad as we pronounce the names on this podcast, we could become professional broadcasters. <laughs> Whoa! Oh. <laughs> there were a lot of mistakes in this game. At least I recognize what Kyrie Shelton looks like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. In, his, in, in Nate's defense on that one, that was the camera guy's fault yeah, a little I... bit for showing Opara instead of yeah. Kyrie. So just 24 shots, 10 on target, um, five blocked. I mean, obviously it seems like the finishing was just not there. I mean, you if you look at the score and nothing else, you would think that the game was far closer than it was. And Sporting had ample chances. They had, I think, nearly like 60%, 60% possession the entire game. Yeah. It was... I mean, in the second half, I don't – how many times did Minnesota even, like, attempt? Yeah, they had a, nothing in the second half. So. 
Yeah, Sporting just dominated but could not find the the back of the net. And quite honestly, it looked more like Minnesota was ready to settle for a draw there than mm-hmm. and you know, 5 minutes left in a game on the road, tied. Most teams are like, "Okay, we'll settle for the tie," right? Nope, Sporting was the ones going on the attack. Uh Milia's the one that as soon as the ball went out of bounds, he's grabbing it, rolling it up to the 6-yard line and running up yeah. to kick it to get it in play again. He, they were wanting to go for the win, mm-hmm. and Minnesota was kind of like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. And, I mean, Sporting had all of – like, they had everything that they needed to get it done. They just simply couldn't pull it off. And except one thing, goals. Except goals. And one thing that bothered me, too, was, like, of all the chances we had and all of the pressure we were putting on t- up top, I didn't feel like we had any, like, quality chances. Like, maybe a couple. Like, Zeus, he should have had that Zeus-ies. one. But, like, other than that, there were very few times where I was like, oh – like, oh, that should have been in. It was like, ah, like, eh. Yeah, Shuttleworth, Shuttleworth made, uh, like, three or four really good saves, I thought. Yeah. He but, did. Uh, but, but, yeah, it could have been more dangerous. Yeah, I just didn't – I wasn't having those, like, edge of my seat, like, oh, like, so close kind of. I was, I was like that on Zussi's misheader. I was – I thought that was the – I thought that was the winner. I thought we yeah. had it. He's got to get that on goal, for sure. Well, it would have been in true Zussi, our, <laughs> our offensive – I guess <laughs> striker. Well, that's <laughs> what that's what Zussi does. That's why he is no longer a winger because he can't in front of goal when it's given to him, he will not score it. He can create a goal from the outside back position, but he's got to do it himself and it's got to be miraculous. If he's given a shot to finish in the box for Sporting Kansas City, it never happens. He would do it for the national team, but that, there's been too many he, times I've watched him not score. Up he close. scored at a higher rate for the national team than he did for Sporting for as a uh, yeah like the last four years. Yeah, I know. Okay, so I'm still trying to figure out why no Rubio, why no Gerso, why no Lobato. What do you guys think? Yeah, when Ali, when you said we had everything we needed at the end of that game, I was like everything except Gerso. Yeah, I I misspoke. <laughs> but no, seriously, why do you think he didn't sub? I don't. It, like I don't. I don't understand. Was I think there he creating chances. Does or? Peter have? Yeah, I guess like, the, the, the chances were there, I guess, is what Yeah, he, but, like... And that's what he would say, is because they were playing well enough that he didn't need to change. If, if they're playing really well, they're dominating the game, they're getting... And I'm going play to play Vermees Advocate here for a second, or Devil's Advocate. <laughs> Devil Peter, no. Um, if you're creating chances and your team is just dominating and just in doing everything you can except scoring goals... You make a change, and now everybody's got to like, oh, well, you know, Johnny Russell was making this run. Now I got to look for Gerso, who's going to be a much more this different right. player. They're so in sync and doing everything right, except. Yeah. Yeah, but so is the defense. The defense has to say, uh oh, now we got to look out for this type of run. I understand. <laughs> I was, I think I was just expecting with five minutes of extra time, like put Gerso in at the 90th minute. Is See the factor happened. of, okay, a guy who's on the bench, hasn't been playing that much, really wants to go in and make an impact, is that a factor that needs to be considered? I, I think so. I think Rubio and Gerso both, they have that extra pressure on right. them of, you know, this starting, like, forward line with Shallowy, Shelton, and Russell looks pretty, like, solid for the time being. So they're, they know that they're not getting minutes, if, and if they do, it's going to be, what, like, five if that, so they're gonna want to go in there and I'm mean, Gerso, not saying that he's gonna do it back to back games, but did it at Atlanta. Well, that's why I wanted to see him. One reason I thought, you know, that's an extra reason to have played him in this game, was let him capitalize on that. And I hate, I hate subs that are five minutes left in the game. Agreed. That sucks. Agreed. Yeah. That's hard to come in. You got almost every time you get your first touch on the ball is you know you got to. Just get used to touching the ball again, right? I mean, not yeah. not that they shouldn't be used to touching the ball, but you know what I mean. Yeah. You do usually get extra time too. But I but. guess in this case, where I felt different was like we had, we had, and we were dominating so much in their end that like I don't think someone coming in with five minutes left it would have taken them too much time to like really adjust because everything was going so forward. And someone mm. like Gerso, who mo- like is so explosive. Moving forward, I think he would have been the perfect addition. Rubio, on the other hand, maybe would have not been if they if Peter was going to choose between the two of them, but he didn't. So, for me, about fifteen minutes, well, about the seventy-fifth minute, I would have brought in Gerso for Shelton, 
moved Shalloway to the middle, even though I know he's not a typical center mm-hmm. forward. Moved him there for a little bit. Let that see if that changed anything for the positive. If it didn't change something for the positive, then we could have brought in Rubio mm-hmm. uh, for Russell. Yeah. Flip Jersel back out, Shalloway back out. And yeah. that way you would have had some fresh legs. You would. That's to me. That's the biggest difference for bringing in a sub at that point. Yeah. If even if the team is working really well, so it's mm-hmm. the fresh leg going against tired defenders, and but it is still that weird getting a good touch and you know that's why I hate the five minutes right. thing. Ten, fifteen, twenty. Well, and it's hard because you can't. Ex- ha- your expectations have to be. You can't be like, oh, we're putting in Rubio and he's going to score. Like, we don't have anyone on the team. Right. That is, you know, that consistent. And scoring that we can just rely on to go in at any amount of time left and just put one away for a win. I just wonder if having a week and a half off was a impact. You know, okay, I don't need to sub for fresh legs because these guys have been off for a week and a half or, you know, no game anyway. Just a thought. It could be, but I still think it's more the they were doing so well. I mean, right. we've asked mm-hmm. Vermees about that in the past for in different games, and you'd, you'd essentially say they're right. doing so well, there's no need to cha- make a change. Yeah. That's not going to make something better at that point. No, we may disagree with that. And right. That's quite all right, but that's pretty much how he feels a lot. But he has subbed more this year. It just seems this. It just has a feeling of you know two points lost. Yep. But so one point goes. gained. So it goes. Glass half full or glass half empty. <laughs> yeah. Kind but of like Cody looks... said, if we want to be an elite team, this is uh, two points mm-hmm. we should have gained. Yeah. I think I said that. Or Thad said that. Okay. <laughs> No, they're top of. They're trying to be top of the table. Right. Still in second place with that point. Go ahead of uh, NYCFC on goal differential. So yeah, that's a game that they should be taking all three from. Yeah. But Kyrie scored, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, really though. Well, let's I, hope it's a harbinger of many more to come. I know, and or I, a handful more anyway. I told Dad this before, but I noticed that. Kyrie was like always the first one there to celebrate goal, like anyone else on the team's goal scored. Even that one um, against well, Colorado, theory, that shallowy like put away that it w- that was Kyrie's goal. Like it was literally yeah. Kyrie's. Kyrie was on the ground, but was still the first one over there, like congratulate <laughs> congratulating shallowy. So he was always like he's such a team player, which I think is so cool. And you know he doesn't have that that typical center striker type of like ego or mentality that sometimes you can see. I think he is more, uh, I don't know. He just deserved it. And I'm so, we're so proud. I like him. I like him at the top of this weird team. (laughs) And at least he showed that he can score a gimme. That's, that's what I, we need from him is to be able to score the easy ones like that. And on a set piece. I don't know how easy it was, but yeah, that was, that was not necessarily gimme, but he did the right thing. There was, he rose up. The ball was perfectly delivered right in the center at the top of the six-yard box. He's a taller guy. He jumped in the air, and he headed it straight down into the roof of the net. It was perfect, but it was easy. We've discussed before here. I don't know if it was on the podcast or not because we have so many long discussions that aren't even recorded. But <laughs> <laughs> bouncing a round ball off of an oblong, weird-shaped head that's as you're jumping and all those other things, I mean, it's not always the easiest thing to do. Well, You've yeah. seen plenty of guys put that well over the net or into the keeper's hands. Or that conversation wide. that we were having was for, like, normal people, like me. If a ball was coming <laughs> in my head, that's not that easy. Well, but he did. Should we get the pug nets and go out back and try? <laughs> well, he did what you're supposed to do. He hit it down. Yeah, and that's yeah. one. Textbook. That's, yes, very good thing that he did. If, if that was not an easy header, then there is never such thing as an easy header. Hmm. <laughs> Lobato's chest goal was easier than that. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it fell to him on the goal line. <laughs> By the way, I've noticed another one of Nate's favorite phrases is goal mouth. At least once a game, he uses that phrase, goal mouth. In what context? The ball goes, in, the, oh, the ball goes in front of the goal mouth. Anytime <laughs> it's like in the box, he, he uses that phrase. That's why he's a highly trained, highly paid broadcaster. <laughs> highly trained. Why didn't they release their salaries? I wonder what, what all of them get paid. Well, if there's a team broadcaster union who's like, you know, trying to get other people paid more, they might do that. 
Is there one of those? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I said if there was. Oh. Okay, well, we lied last week when we said we were going to record a preview. Hey, life happens. Come on. Yeah. Life got in the way. We were all super busy. Things things happen. And Cody forgot. And I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they didn't. So did that. I forgot. So they didn't remind no, me. No, I was busy, but yeah. <laughs> um, but we will try to do that this week, even if it's not all four of us. Well, we got five nights to do it. So yeah, <laughs> we have plenty of time <laughs> ahead of retro night when three of us, right? I am. You two oh, are doing I it. I am right? so sad. I can't get over it. Three out of the four in the studio hey. will be part participating in the media game during retro night. Hey, we better go three for three. I don't care whose team, who is on. I want to go three for three here. I want one of you to go before me so I can score on one of you. <laughs> Why? Specifically what will Thad. that prove? <laughs> I want to, I want to chip Thad. I want to just easily chip it over Thad. Then I'll just stay on the line. <laughs> Give away your strategy. Yeah. Will you but, uh, use the tree method of goalkeeping <laughs> or the flubber method? Yeah, I suppose we should. It's not going to be a normal media game as we've gotten used to. It's retro night, so they're going to be doing old school MLS shootouts. Mm-hmm. When I think we're going to, everyone is going to be on offense. Everyone's going to try to score, and then I think you have to turn around and play goalie after that. Right. Yes. Right. You go right from shooting into goal. Which I don't know how they're going to do that because, I mean, how are we going to have teams? I don't, I don't know. know. And there's going to be some people that are bad, that are going to look really bad. I think that's and their if hope. if any of us let one of them score, shame, shame, shame. Like, I'm not saying I'm going to hit the goal frame, but, like, <laughs> hopefully I'm not going to let. There's going to be people falling over and, like, that kind of thing. Okay, are you going to practice, Cody? Are you going to go out the ball this week and practice? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I probably will, too. <laughs> yeah, I might just go play foot golf to do it, but. Oh, okay. There but, you yeah. That's I need. I will be on a plane to Atlanta, but I need live updates. I don't even. Yeah, All forget, right, hey, forget hey, hey. the Sporting Kansas City game. We need to make sure we get video of each one of yes. us doing this. I need. Yeah. I need to see. I need to feel like I was there. I want to do it wearing those Snapchat goggles. <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be fun. The team has a pair of those too. I think. Okay. Or they did at one point. We don't get a we don't get a jersey this year. This is the best T-shirt. Yeah. It's the best retro jersey that they've done and we don't get one i like the one last year yeah and i was on the blue team <laughs> so i had to buy it i was gonna wear the other one today the one that i got but i forgot we'll do that for the preview pod yes we'll come in uniform but full, okay full uniform next week or this week <laughs> later this week <laughs> we will have another podcast and more shit talking about the media game was there anything else we want to discuss today damn it dad every time <laughs> he waits until i start no i, I start I, winding I gave the, the opening down. earlier i gave this opening earlier yeah we you tried it earlier there was no answer so now i'm ending the show <laughs> well how about we save it for the preview We'll bring it up then. It, it is what? What is it? What are we saving? We have nothing. That's, just trying, to, that's just trying to derail bet. me. I bet what he's talking about <laughs> is the recent <laughs> You're the one who wanted to discuss game. this. Okay, but oh, we, can, yeah, we, we can, can talk about that. All right, yeah. The, what's your we, problem? Is that what you were referring to? The yeah. I was trying to give her the opening. Oh. <laughs> I thought he was just doing what he always I does. Just, He's just <laughs> asking, oh, is there anything else we should talk about? If you want to talk about gambling, come on and be like, hey, we should talk about gambling, Cody. I didn't care. I was giving Allie the opening because she was the one okay. that brought the subject up earlier. So I was trying to be nice and let her well, take the lead. It is something. I was trying to get the assist. I was trying to do a, a good pass. No. Okay, so. to do what you always do. <laughs> we were just. Dad and I just, they were one of the many failed examples of what could have been goals uh, in the game today. But, um, <laughs> yes, but yeah, gambling. sports gambling. Are now, you uh, make bets or not? Am I? Uh, no, because I have terrible luck. I'm a horrible gambler. I like to make, actually, no, I'm not. I'm actually pretty good at uh, blackjack. Only, but only when my friend Grant is dealing and only at my friend Brendan's house. <laughs> it's a so conditional. It's, like, it's a conditional thing, but I have won some good money doing that but sports gambling i have not done but maybe now i will so yeah i we talked about it a little bit in here before but just kind of how 
that is going to impact MLS here in the years to come. What is the timeline? When is all of this going to happen? Or, like, when are the states going to figure it out? Because isn't that what it's left to now? Each yeah, state has to decide? Now each state can can allow it. So, well, okay. So if it's But if it's federally allowed now, doesn't that mean it could just start happening right now? I think it still has to be allowed by the state. I think it would be legal right now, and you would just be running the risk that the state could come in and decide it's not. Yeah. Maybe not. But I would like to see all this. I'd like to see a uh, a stand across the street yeah. in the legends yeah. to, place <laughs> your bets, like, to place your bets before you come in the stadium. And it like doubles as like a photo booth, too. So it's like, here, come in and get a, <laughs> do no, a photo booth and also place your bets. This would I'm be picturing in one of those little stadium. Gambling, oh. they would you would you would probably have so there'd be in like stadium gambling where you would have can you windows imagine where in the cauldron <laughs> going effing nuts yeah because they would like Winning all bet bed. for a PK happening on their end or something yeah like I know it's gonna be interesting too what like you know what are the bets gonna be who how is this well, it's holding gonna from what Don Garber told me personally. Was that? Personally. Yeah. Well, Ooh. he was standing closer you do call to him me. Don now. Yeah. Well. He was standing to me as close as Allie is right now. So I consider it personal. Pretty close. Actually, closer. <laughs> Arm's um, length. Arm's length. But he said that you know there was like prop bets. You could do stuff like how many uh, corner kicks were going to be taken, yeah. who was going to you know get the next goal, um, you know that sort of thing. You can do those in stadium. Oh, and so, so it I wouldn't would, even just be like that a bet that you had a place necessarily like. At a certain time before the game started, you could be doing it throughout the game on different. Yeah. It could be like a never ending, changing thing about mm-hmm. what's going on yeah. in the game. Prop bets are the best. Yeah, that sounds fun. I'm, so, I'm here for it. It's a great way to lose money. Yeah. Yeah. I think Taylor Twellman had a very good take on it. If you guys haven't tried MLS Rewind on ESPN Plus yet, it's a good weekly update. And his, his take was that MLS has the most to win from this and also has the most to lose. You can get a whole new market of people mm-hmm. and to get gamblers to start following. But then some players make so little money in this league that it opens the question of how easily it would be to buy them and also at a critical or something of a critical time in this league while they're still trying to grow how detrimental something like match fixing could be right. to the growth of the league. And I think in soccer, being that every goal counts more than like you know basketball, right? I mean, you know, yeah. you know, there's a hundred baskets in a basketball mm-hmm. game, right? Um, in soccer, every goal matters so much more that just you know one own goal, one slip to let a defender, you know, yeah. a, attacker run one by, one whiff you. from a center back, and that's and it's all over. Yeah, and all that could uh, could easily allow somebody to fix a game or affect. Oh, easily a game. of any. Uh, think Any about a goalkeeper. I mean, come on. Yeah. You I mean, think about the prices that goalkeepers could have on their heads because they screwed up. Mm-hmm. A, you know, something that ruins somebody's bet. I know. Yeah. And think about how little <laughs> a backup goalkeeper makes in MLS, and how easy it would be to tempt that person and change his life with one, to, one bet to fake well, a like, club. And look at our game against Atlanta. Like, imagine what, like, you know, with Kuzan coming out. Yeah. Like what? Like that and whole it, game would have been. Just a nightmare of betting. You, you pay the backup keeper at the beginning of a season. When you get your chance, that one game, you get your chance to come in. You know, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be a top player like that. It's it's you can mm-hmm. you can change one of these backup players' lives very easily. Yeah. And in the scheme of a whole season, it may not matter much for what it does to a team. I mean, you you have a team that's going to finish middle of the pack. What's it matter if you finish tenth or eleventh? Right. You know what I mean. Yeah. You make the playoffs or you don't make the playoffs. But so it it could be worrisome if that's where it's at. I think the prop bets are harder to do that though. I mean that's yeah. that matters less. Yeah. You know, I mean you, it's harder to say, Hey, Tamelia, can you make sure they have nine corner kicks today? Right. No, like yeah. that's a but yeah, I mean that's that's harder for someone to kinda like fix a game. So So yeah. But um I guess if any of our lovely listeners have any other comments on it, put them in, in the comments. Because you know lovely, you know that we respond. Our lovely listeners. 
lovely. You guys are lovely. I think the policy should be proceed with caution with this gambling yes. thing. Yes, I agree. I think all the leagues are jumping into it, though. They've all declared that they want um, the 20%, the equivalent of 20% of what they call integrity money mm-hmm. in order to assure the game is still in, has integrity, which they should be ensuring the game already has integrity because somebody <laughs> asked that. Like Somebody asked about asked Don that question. Um, what you know? What does that mean in that regard? Because te- the league should already be having integrity, should be already worried about that. He said it will actually because of the the new opportunities for betting, it would raise the the need for it. It would have to they'd have to be more, even more vigilant of it because it would allow other types of the uh, ways to affect the game. Now you're you're more worried about the the keeper who like puts or a, a defender maybe who puts his own goal in in order to throw a game right something like that might be pretty obvious mm-hmm. okay where a prop bet where a keeper just deflects the ball out three times yeah. to to get corner kicks instead of goal kicks that might be a little bit less obvious i don't i think they just landed on that word i mean all all the leagues are trying are they're doing this so they can get a cut of this money they're mad right. everyone else has been getting it so I think they just landed on it, on that word, just to call it that. But the league is going to get money from this, and I think they just decided to call it that. <laughs> well, I, but what I, sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think they're, it's required. I mean, they're, they're, all the leagues are stating that they want this in order to allow it in their stadiums. Yeah. So, but you could still do it outside the stadium, I would think, and be able to get away with it. Again, I'm not. I don't claim to be a total expert on the whole betting thing. I'm just going off what my buddy Don told me. <laughs> Dad's buddy Don, best of friends. We could. Uh, isn't Jimmy Nielsen in in this world? Kind of. <gasps> you had to go there. Didn't you? Casino Jimmy. You let's, had to go there. Let's get you? his take on all of this. My favorite Jimmy. Casino Jimmy. What a name! I love it. Little Jimmy. Casino Jimmy. <laughs> so many. How many Jimmys have we talked about in the show? Jimmy Madronda. The bad thing that, is, that's Cody's Jimmy. It's a popular name. He, it's my little brother's name. I claim, I claim Jimmy Madronda. Yes, he is my Jimmy. <laughs> I'm fine with that statement. <laughs> okay, family. Till later this week. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. We still don't know what night, but we'll figure it out. We're going to do it. I'm not going to lie to you two weeks in a row. I would never do such a thing. Was there anything else we need to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I could see it in his eyes. I was just, I'm looking at him. I was waiting for him to do it. <laughs> no, there's nothing else at this juncture. That is it. Are you sure? I'm wrapping it up. And we do need to come through with those promises of our guests, though. Yes. yes. We'll, we'll come through on our guests, and we will also record another podcast later this week. I promise. Okay, go sporting. We'll talk to you later. Good night, folks. Pugnet. Yeah.